Do you want to feel happier, healthier, live longer and have a deep sense of unshakable inner peace? Well, that's what happens when you do your dharma. And I want to let you know that we are going again in October. I've already got loads of people signed up, so I'm really chuffed. And I'd like to offer you the early bird price. So at the moment, the price is £295. This is going to be going up to £395 in August. So you have a period of time to sign up for the early bird price. We've got a great, great group of people doing Dharma at the moment. We have our mastery program. So essentially, there's an eight-week online program. We take you through a process to really understand yourself and really understand the laws of the universe. We get you to create a vision for your life. Most people are living into their default futures. Once you have a compelling image and vision, guess what happens? That starts to come true. And the beautiful thing is we have this amazing community of people, all like-minded, all doing their dharma, all supporting each other. Now, where do you have the conversation around creating your dream life? It doesn't happen, but it does in our community. So if you haven't already, come join us. We're doing our Follow Your Highest Excitement Challenge in September as well. So if you want to get a taste of what I teach and how I work, then come and do that free challenge. And all the links will be in the bio. Welcome you to the Pain to Purpose podcast series. My name is Kitty Waters and I am your host. And as you well know, I am doing a series of podcasts teaching you and showing you why you should follow your highest excitement and join our upcoming challenge. The next challenge I'm running is the 9th of September. So if you haven't already, please do subscribe. And today I'm lucky enough to have with me two of my victims <laughs> in the nicest point I'm going to do. I was teasing. <laughs> well, you were the second lot of guinea pigs, weren't you, really? The course second. Um, so I just want to introduce you to these two beautiful people. These guys did the second Yodama course I ever ran, and I've now run, I can't even remember, four, I think. <laughs> um, so I'm going to hand you over this. Basically, I've got Gavin with me and I've got Treen all the way from America speak, speaking to us. But Gav, do you just want to introduce yourself to the, to the audience and tell them a bit about who you are, what you do in the world? Yeah. Um, hi, I'm Gavin. Um, I, um, I'm currently working in the film industry, but um, I'm actually I'm an artist, which is something that's uh, you know, become more prominent since doing the, the FYHE and Dharma. Um, yeah, and I'm currently um, selling more and more paintings. Yes, and well, this will this will go out to five thousand listeners, Gab. So yeah, go and check out Gab's Instagram. Buy my paintings. <laughs> Come and buy his paintings. <laughs> Blatant plug right in the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> and Trini, <laughs> you just want to um, introduce yourself to the audience as well, darling. Hello. Good morning. I am a well. I'm a retired labor and delivery nurse mm-hmm. um and i'm a reiki practitioner and my um goal is that i'm and i'm going to be a soul coach and a uh holistic health coach by the end of the year so um all of those things have come about sort of 
with, as I've been walking through this, do your dharma, follow your highest excitement, and now Dharma Mastery with Kitty and Gal and I start at the same time. So we've been able to witness each other's uh, rebirth into this kind of life <laughs> of belief. Yeah, belief, that's a very good way of putting it, this life of belief that anything is possible, because that's essentially probably one of the key concepts that I teach um, in Dharma and in the Follow Your Highest Excitement Challenge. But um, Gav, would you mind explaining to the listeners kind of what life looks like for you prior to the Follow Your Highest Excitement Challenge and prior to Dharma? Just give us a sort of feel for what was going on for you. Yeah, I think, um, you know, it's probably around about uh, this time last year where there was kind of like a major change. And, you know, I felt like life had become quite stagnant. And I'd been in, um, been in the same job for sort of 17, 18 years. Um, it was, you know, not really going anywhere. And I kind of, I had this, I had this, you know, feeling for a while that there was more, there was more mm. that I should be doing or could be doing. But it was just kind of like not really knowing what. And I think, um, you know, one of, one of the thir- first things that um, started to do was um, you kitty recommended me to do um, meditation, which meditation mm. course. And then from that, things started to change. But then once I did the, the Dharma course, that's when things really changed. Because, um, yeah, I mean, I started, you know, going after the things that did excite me and, you know, just finding things that I, you know, was passionate about that I'd lost over the years. And, you know, I mean, looking back at, you know, a year ago, I mean, so much has changed in the last year, you know, and, and it was, I mean, you know, like Trine said, we've both witnessed what, um, you know, what changes have taken place, you know. Um, you know I, I just spent a lot of my time, you know, prior to being sort of, you know, drinking a lot, you know, not really doing much, you know, watching television, just kind of like... Distracting not, myself. Like, distracting myself. No, I was kind of like, you know, still doing the art stuff because that's come about again in the last sort of two or three years. But even, I'd say, from like a year ago, although I was doing that, I was still, there was still an element of distraction. And, you know, the, once I did the Dharma course, I just, it focused me so much. Um, and I'm, lot, I'm a lot happier, so much happier, you know. It's on a day-to-day basis I've noticed the change. So, and, sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say, can you explain to our listeners, because obviously I, it's funny, isn't it? So much has changed. Like, it's only, it's a year ago that obviously we started this journey together. And it's funny because I was, I said this on one of our coaching calls, it's so difficult because we get so used to the change, it becomes normal. You forget what life was like before. It's actually quite difficult to get connected to it because it now feels, feels so far away. <laughs> Describe to the audience, because I remember, talk to me about the art and how, like when did that become possible that that would be a career for you? I think properly um, late last year. Um, you know, I kind of, you know, before I did the Dharma course, I was I was selling bits and pieces, but I wasn't fully behind it, and I didn't have the, I didn't, I was undervaluing myself, and I didn't have the confidence. You know, it was that mentality which, um, you know, and I've been brought up with this, and it's also, uh, you know, your peers and society that does it as well, where you're told, you know, you should have a stable job, 
you know, if you wanted to do something you're interested in, well, you're never going to make a career out of that and you shouldn't be doing it. And, and you know, to a certain extent, that's, that's, that, that's put me off over the years. Um, and, you know, I still get that, that those doubts surfacing, but it's, I deal with them in a way where it's now, I'm now realising, you know, with the, 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 the things that have happened in the last six or seven months, I can make a career out of this. And it's, you know, it is possible to do it. Um, yeah, and it's like you say, I think it, so much has happened in the last year. Mm. You know, so pre-August last year, it seems like a, another me. It was a lifetime ago um, mm. to, to what's changed in the last of the year, you know. Um, there's been, do you feel there's more been, you now? Yeah, I do, absolutely. I feel like I was just, um, as you say, it was distractions. It was also kind of numbing myself because I used to drink a lot. And it was, I can see now looking back on it, it was literally just you know, numbing yourself to what's going on around you, not really dealing with stuff. Mm. And that's also an element of unhappiness because you're not doing what you should be doing as well. Mm. It's kind of kept it's in difficult, that isn't state. it? Because you don't know what you're supposed to be doing. So it's kind of mm. like that limbo period. You kind of drink to forget because <laughs> you just don't really know what you should be doing. No, absolutely. And it's kind of like, you know, you know, I think if I was to go back a year and see myself, it would be, you know, to tell that person what's going to happen, probably to say, mm. no. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It is like a, a lifetime away. Yeah. And um, Trine, talk to me about your journey, because you and I actually met on a different course, didn't we? actually met on a, another course, and I remember you coming and doing the challenge, the challenge with me. We met on another course. Um, so uh, about a year and maybe 15 months ago or so, I got injured at work. And, um, you know, sometimes the universe just stops you in your tracks, I think. So it stopped me. and um, But I was on this sort of quest. I was searching for something. So I did that other course, which was good, but it wasn't exactly what I was seeking. And then I found you on there. And um, I've always believed that I've always believed that this was possible, but I didn't know why or what I actually believed. <laughs> Did things that made me feel good, but didn't have any reason, any knowledge about the facts of why. And then I came to you and um, it just got clearer um, with this do your Dharma course. And I think the thing that you give is because there's so much clear example and clear direction and some real foundation to what you teach us. And then it gives you, it gives us a, it gives us confidence. And so when things start to crop up, you're able to deal with them from a place of, um, Mm. Oh, I've, got this kitty says that this you know here's here's one of those situations and this is the way that I can you know I can choose to do this two ways I can choose to do this the old way or I can do it the dharma way and so I walked into so I wanted to do a course because I was hurt at work and not able to work the way I did anymore and um and some other things that um, I was kind of disheartened with my with my life, uh, my job, the way it was, and so I wanted to take this course and had absolutely no way to pay for it because it was a 
fair bit of money, like $10,000 or something, I think, uh, if I paid for it myself. Um, and I was kind of complaining to myself about how, you know, why didn't I get to do this, blah, blah, blah. And then I realized that that wasn't very positive. So I kind of gave up complaining. And the next day, I found out that they were offering this course through my job, that they had some, um, they had a few people that they would pay for this course for. All you had to do was apply, write a letter, have some people write for you, and you would be considered <laughs> for the scholarship. So I thought, okay, I'm going to do it. And I got it. Amazing. And it was, it was when I stopped complaining <laughs> and just, honestly, the day I stopped complaining, the next day I heard about this. Mm. And I thought, holy crap, like that's really, that's really powerful. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Stop whining yeah. and just walk into your life. Well, one, of the <laughs> things, well, no, well, one of the things we talk about, isn't it? We say in the Dharma is all about setting your intention and then give it, give yeah. it. So you set your intention to do that course and that was where you wanted to head and that was your course. That's like where you, which way you wanted to go. And then you gave it attention so you took action towards it and then there was no tension so you stopped complaining <laughs> and just let go <laughs> right and of course there it showed yeah and then the universe just came knocking on my door and said oh by the way here's a chance that you can have it um in a way that you can actually have it because there literally was no way that i could have done it on my own and talk to me Talk to me about, because you've made some massive changes, like you've gone from being full-time employed to obviously being, you know, exiting a career that you've been in for a very long time um, to sort of transitioning into a new career. Like, talk to me about the community and the sense of camaraderie, I suppose, that we've built up, because um, I know that you found that quite valuable in, in your journey as such. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, yes, it is. It's, it, it's invaluable. Um, it's, it's so interesting to me how, how all of you who I've never met in person, I mean, I've seen your beautiful faces on our weekly calls, but I've never met you in person, have been, uh, I mean, you're so important to me. And we really are like, we say Dharma family, but it's not even just a joke. I mean, it's, it's the real thing. There's that kind of support and, and respect and love between us, right? And um, so I, you know, I say that I'm retired, but in truth, I lost my job because I was um, so injured and so hurt, I couldn't return to work. And I also made a decision not to be kind of whiny about that either. I mean, you know, sometimes I think you just have to accept the facts from where you are, but, but sitting with all of you and knowing that I could create um, a magnificent future because of what I've learned in Dharma and having the support of every one of the people in that Dharma, now Dharma Mastery class, I think, I mean, like I have a wonderful family and a, and a great extended family and I have really great friends and they're all fabulous, but there's something about getting together with like-minded people and having them understand that 
you are able to manifest. Like I say, I'm able to manifest my life to some of my friends and they're like, mm, that's nice train, like rolling their eyes at me. <laughs> you don't get any eye rolls in Dharma Mastery, right? Or, or, or no, we're rooting for you. We get you to go bigger. <laughs> right, like I see Gavin as a world-renowned artist. That's the vision I have in my head for him and I will hold it there as long as, well, until he's a world-renowned artist well, and you, beyond. You and me both. I'm mm-hmm. going to be an agent. So. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right? Because we believe in that, because that's, that's where we are for him. So mm-hmm. it, that's the beauty of this journey. And like when I said I was going to then have to sell our house and um, move back to Canada, and I'm going to build a little house on my sister's property. There was never a question in the Dharma group um, it was always like, oh, that's going to be so awesome. I can see you in yeah. your garden. And, and we're and all going to come today. And now it's going to happen. Yeah, and we're yeah, all coming to visit. And, stay with me. <laughs> and, tell, and tell the listeners a little bit about you, because your vision is to build your own house on the property in Canada, which is already done in my head. I can see that. And just tell the guys how you, you manifested your, your, your in-between house. Oh, so, well, once we sell this and until the house is built, we have to have a place to stay, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, and my partner is quite ill, um, and so I wanted something that had a view of the ocean, and I kind of pictured it in my head, um, exactly what I wanted to be able to look at from our in-between house. And I looked on online, and I looked in Craigslist, and I looked in all these places and wasn't finding it. Then my little realtor called and said hey there's this house I know about do you want to go have a look at it and we drove up and I swear the the view is exactly what I pictured in my head and I thought oh my god this stuff really works this stuff really works fabulous and then you're moving there shortly aren't you um well we'll see it's November 1st for sure um, and we'll see when this house sells. They, um, our next manifestation is that <laughs> they're going to let us stay here um, for a couple of months until we can move seamlessly into that place. So that's the beautiful. That's the vision I'm holding right now. Beautiful. And Gav, talk to me about your experience of our Dharma Dharma family. Uh, yeah, I think, I mean, I, I, I obviously a lot of what Trin says, you know, you know, being a family and the fact, you know, we have, you know, obviously I know you could be, and I haven't met any of the others, but it feels like, you know, you've, we've known each other for years, but it's, um, it's really important because, you know, one of the things I've noticed recently is where if we, if we get moments of, and I think, Others, if not all of this, if I get moments of like low vibration or I have like bad weeks, you know you can just drop onto the Dharma group and just say whatever you want, and no one's gonna, no one's gonna judge, no one's gonna, you know, you know, say anything, you know, that's not supportive. You've got you've got a great supportive community there, and it's and it's always really positive. And I think you know when we do those monthly calls, 
you can you can feel that there's a collective energy there that you know everyone's got your back everyone's rooting for you no like like Trine says I still have those moments with you know when I say to to people and even you know to some extent you know some family that you know I'm going to have an exhibition I'm going to do this and then you know people will go yeah of course you will no, just sort of, yeah, patting you on the head. Of course you will, of course you will. Everyone in the group, um, as, as Train said, it's like, you know, they're, they're rooting for you. They've already they're holding the vision for you. They know it's going to happen. And it's kind of, you know, just, it, it, it pushes you on. Yeah, and I think if you're, if you're listening to this, you know, the thing to think about is your community and who holds you accountable and who you surround yourself with. Because most of the time we do have families and friends that don't, we don't talk about creating your dream life. You just talk about what, you know, getting to the end of the workday or what you're doing at the weekend, you know. The community that we have created is very much about how can we realise our dreams and that is the conversation, that is the basis and the structure of the conversation. And that is not something that is available as far as I have found elsewhere. Um, so it makes it possible. And one of the things that I go through in the Dharma course and is the fact that we, the machine of existence is always working. So you can either use it positively or you can use it negatively. And so we choose to use the machine of existence to help us create our dream lives. And obviously, those of you that are listening to this, the Follow Your Highest Excitement Challenge, is there is basis in why you follow your highest excitement, which I will go through with you on the challenge. But to give you a kind of snapshot now when you follow your highest excitement to the best of your ability with no expectation on the outcome you are walking the optimal path in life because that excitement is a compass that you need to follow that is showing you which direction to head now while i've got these two here i would love if either of you to give an example of where you've kind of utilized this principle and how it's worked out for you because I think for guys listening to this at the moment, like you say, what well, you follow your highest excitement, that's a load of rubbish. So what I'm actually saying is moment to moment, we should do what the thing that really excites us. And we don't have to know how that's going to turn out, but we just have to trust that that is our optimal path in life. And quite often we won't necessarily um, get the response that we were expecting. And we shouldn't actually expect anything. We should just as a practice go through life following the things that excite us because they were, that will lead us to the optimal path. Like Helen, who isn't on this call, but she's part of our Dharma mastery as well. She, she was starting to practice this. And I remember she said she just wanted to go to rock choir, had no idea why she wanted to go to rock choir. And of course, you know, you can't make money. She was thinking, I don't, why should I do rock choir? I can't make money at rock choir. But she went because it was exciting to her. And of course, who did she sit sit next to at rock choir? A girl who knew of a yoga studio in the town she lived in. And at the time, she was looking to rent a yoga studio. So it's things like that that tend to happen. It basically creates synchronicity and flow in your life. So Gav, is, can you, is there any examples you can give our listeners when you've applied this? Yeah, I think with, with me, there's, I mean, there's, there's two examples. There was one where, where I started to kind of follow breadcrumbs and follow, follow like 
things that excited me. There was um, an example with, I was, um, we used to go to a hairdresser's that I wasn't very happy with. Then I kind of also, as part of the, the highest excitement and doing the Dharma course, was to just spend a bit more money and value myself a bit more. So there was another hairdresser's which was closer to work. It was a lot more expensive. But one day I just thought, you know what, I'm just going to go in there and, and get my hair cut. Went in there. Guy sat me down. We're chatting straight away, got on really well, and pretty much straight away, you know, he said, what do you do? I explained, you know, I was working in business, but I'm also an artist. And he was like, I'm an artist. So he gets his Instagram out and starts showing me all his paintings. We literally were like, could not stop chatting. <laughs> and, you know, um, his, his girlfriend works for um, Damien Hurst, and there was all these connections popping up. And, you know, I, I go there regularly now. And we're just like, it's like talking to someone that, I've known for years, you know, I get 45 minutes slot, but we could talk for a couple of hours quite easily. Beautiful. And you never would have expected that, would you? No, not at all. It was just that kind of, you know, it was, it was one thing led to another. It was literally, you know, I'm going to spend a bit more money on myself. I'm going to value myself a bit more. And then it led to, to that. And it was kind of like it was when I sat down and I was just like this, you know, chatting to him, it's just like this feels like it's right. There's something happening. Here, so. Excellent. And that was by, you know, you tuning in, like you said, valuing yourself and then going where it was exciting to you, right? Let's go there. Let's do it. You know, rather than the self-talk, the self-doubt, the fear kicking in, or it's too expensive, you know, even though I want to go there, I'm not going there. You made the decision. No. And the other thing that, that we learn about in Dharma is how we are, we are looked after, right? You know, we are looked after when we go after our Dharma, when we do our Dharma, you know, and I think... One of the things that I've really seen where people do do this path is you are looked after. It, sometimes it doesn't necessarily show up in the way that you expect it to. But if you really honestly are and true to yourself, you are being looked after in a way that you could never have imagined. So this whole spiritual path, I suppose, is kind of what I'm showing people and teaching people how to stay in alignment with, you know, is your highest evolution and therefore you are supported when you go along that path. So Treen, any examples popping up for you with the FYHG? <laughs> well, honestly, I think it was, I think I followed my highest excitement by by coming and taking your course, by doing the follow your highest excitement and then doing the do your dharma. Because um, I would not probably be where I am right now if I hadn't. And I had taken that other course and I actually had people say to me, yeah, you already took a course kind of about that. It's, why are you doing that again? And I just said, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm drawn to this woman. I believe that she has something important for me to learn and I'm going to, I'm going there. And <laughs> it's, it's just invaluable, the things that you've taught me. And uh, I think it was because I followed that thing inside of me that says, this is right mm. for you. Mm. And it made me feel excited and joyful. Yeah. Like, so I did it. It's interesting really that this is, part of my highest excitement is just to do this course with you. So, yeah. 
Well, and if you're listening to this, I think what Trine made a really valid point there because we often want to do things and then we talk ourselves out of them. So it's learning to separate the intuition and the, and the excitement from the fear and the comfort zone. Because, you know, I've got an example at the moment with myself, I'm investing in my business and, you know, it's bringing up my fear because it's stretching my comfort zone. But I know the excitement is the overriding energy and I know it's going to pay off. So I'm recognizing when that fear about investing in myself comes up, seeing it, seeing it for what it is. But I know on the other side of that resistance is a bigger piece of me. And that excitement is the compass that I need to follow. So you guys listening to this, you know, come and do the challenge and see how you feel because everything is in the feeling you know we get educated out of our magic you know we kind of get taught to be safe you know um not take risks kind of like you know gavin's amazing you know somebody who's breaking out of that he's going into become a full-time very successful artist you know and who he's had to battle it against you know, be safe, stay in that corporate career, blah, 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 you know, and it is, it is having faith and it is trusting. But I think when you feel the magic, like I know with Gav, you've reported that when you paint, you lose time, you know, yeah. like how can yeah. that be wrong for you is what, can you describe how no. you feel when you paint? Uh, I, it's, it's like, it's almost like meditation. I mean, it's kind of like, I know, I, as I've, as you said, I'll, I'll lose hours doing it, but there's an amazing calm that comes with it. And it just feels like, it feels like I'm channeling what I should be doing. It's, it just feels like totally natural to me, you know, and it's, you know, the, the contrast to that is now where, whereas I, the job I'm in, I used to feel that that was for me because I'm now doing the art as much as I can. It's just so highlights that the art is what I should be doing because it just lights me up. Mm. I think that's something as well that's kind of come from, you know, doing that, doing that follow your highest excitement challenge as well. It, I, I think people will find that it ignites stuff in them that they forgot about or they'll find something new about themselves. You know, like it's, it's, it's like as we get older, we kind of lose that. It's, mm. I, you know, I, I think it's being more what we were like when we were younger. Because I remember, you know, when I was younger, you could do so many more, you know, different things. Not that it's specifically age related but I know for me that there was things I used to do when I when I was a lot younger that have been reignited by doing all of this it's, it's open new doors and it feels right mm. yeah and I think we're gonna we're just gonna wrap up in a minute but you know for anybody listening come and do the follow your highest excitement challenge with us you will make some amazing new beautiful friends you're gonna have a lot of fun you're gonna reconnect to life actually you know and I think one of the things that I hopefully happens that I will show you is I demystify, you know, life's not meant to be difficult. It's meant to be joyful and playful and fun. And we are supposed to enjoy ourselves. It may not feel like it when we're going through the motions and we're paying bills and we're just struggling to get through, through the day. But once you tap into whatever it is that you truly are passionate about, you know, Gav's very lucky he's discovered and uncovering his art you know, and he, it feels right to him. And for me, doing this feels right for me. I get so much pleasure from it. Um, but come and experience the challenge. We would love to get to know you. Thank you so much for listening. It's a beautiful family. Like the community is great. And it really is 
wonderful. You know, you set the vision, you set the course for your life and um, you then learn skills to effectively keep you in flow um, and keep you on track. But we will see you next week with another amazing guest. And please do come and sign up to the Follow Your Highest Excitement Challenge. We'll have all the details in the show notes. Say goodbye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Kitty Talks podcast. I do hope you enjoyed this episode and I too hope you were inspired to take action towards your dream life. You know, all it takes is aligned daily action towards your dreams and they will come to fruition. They will be created. You are an energetic being and you're more powerful than you've ever been taught. If you want some help and support, come and join us. Do your dharma.co.uk. Apply now. We're taking applications and we're going to help you support you creating the dream life. This is why you came. <laughs>